This is Lincoln's home for sports talk on the FM dial. Also online at theticketfm.com. On the internet. KNTK FM Firth. 93.7 The Ticket. We're on the air. Back. Well, party's starting early today, isn't it? Tomorrow, of early break with Sip and Jake. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. It is time for the spillover. AD and Raph will be with you today on the drive. Yeah. Both not here. Uh, Raph's in Alabama and AD is in St. Louis. They will both join via StreamYard today. So you can they still will. listen to them and watch them. We have Nick Sainert with us, though. Hello, Would you please Nick? say good morning? The, the I said third, good morning. The Nick, third, you did it. Third you... best option here no, you're... for the spillover. Say, say it, Sip. Uh, when, when... Good morning, Nick. Great good to morning, have you here. When Nick good walked in the studio, you didn't even say good morning. Uh, well, listen. You just jumped him. He he did. I'm testing right now. You know, people are attacking me, which I I don't mind. I I got I, I heard through the grapevine that you hung up on somebody. Today. I did hang up on True Red, and people have True Red texted I in saying that I was justified in doing so. I apologize. And a True couple Red. guys early on saying I was wrong, but then the people said when I addressed it again that I was probably in the right. I did apologize. Can yeah, Jake he, handle you, the criticism? You can still call in True Red, but just I don't want to hear. Can Jake handle criticism? Can Jake handle the first the of all? Criticism? He better be able to because he gets a lot of it. I, it my <laughs> life, my life is criticism. <laughs> he he, Nick. and he handles it remarkably yeah. well. Yeah, I don't get flustered. No, get he flustered. Jake get flustered. I mean, I'm being very genuine right now. Jake handles criticism as well as anybody I've ever seen. Wow, very thick skin. How about that? Oh, he's very thick skin. You can come at him, and he does not. Very thick skin. Nice job, Jake. Congratulations. Yeah, like a boar out there. I uh, I thought of Jake last yesterday. Yeah, please. Yeah, what happened? So when the when the Indy Colts went in, they had the ball in the red zone. Yes, in the red zone. Yeah, down, needed a touchdown to win, mm-hmm. and to beat the Chiefs in Indy. And I was watching it. I didn't watch a lot of NFL yesterday, but I was gripped by that game because here here are the Colts in the shadow of the Chiefs end zone, needing a score. And what do they do? They go to the big tight end, six seven tight end Jelani Woods, <laughs> six seven two fifty three, and I just thought of Jake. I just thought of what, him. What would I say here, Sip? Yeah, of course, of course, they went to the tight end. He's six foot seven. What do you do in the red zone? You go to your big tight end. <laughs> that's what. That's what Jake. What said. do I? What have I been preaching on these airwaves? <laughs> yeah, years? Sicky, yeah. No tight <laughs> ends. Yeah. be used more. Yeah, yeah. That's what you do. Why does Nebraska do it? I don't know. I've been preaching about it for three years. You go to your tight end, <laughs> six foot seven. You go to the big guy. Red zone. <laughs> yes, in the red zone specifically. Is that a Jake? Is that a Jake imitation or Listen, what? The Dol- the- yeah, yeah, yeah. You go to the big guy. NFL t- <laughs> tight ends are clutch in the red zone in the NFL and in college football. You're right. Thank you, Colts, for making the smart throw and finding the tallest Jelani guy in Wood. the field. Yeah. That, and that's what Romo said. Romo said, you were right, Jake. Romo, Thank you. I, that, you've been see, you right. Nick, you hear that? I, I never Did said you, you were wrong. Romo Jake, right, said that. Jake. Romo said, when you're in the red zone, you go to your six foot seven, your bigger receivers. That's what you do. So, so Jake, you should was, coach football. I, I should, right? Give me that big contract. He was right about that. Care. Nebraska had that big tight end, Austin, Austin Allen. Allen. He had yeah. three touchdowns in his career at Nebraska. And I you know, know what? He was the, the big ten tight end of the Yikes. year, and he still didn't get thrown to in the red zone. It doesn't make any sense. Make it make sense for me. It it's been a history of not using Using tight ends enough, though. I at mean, Nebraska. Yeah, it's yeah, not at Nebraska. Hard. Go back. I mean, go back to Seath and Carter. 
Kyler yeah, Reed. Don't, like, don't bring up Seaton Carter to Jake. See, see, I'm, I'm passionate about Seaton Carter, but uh, yeah, you also have Kyler Reed, who is that kind of a mix tight end wide receiver kind of guy that what are you, had, eight years old when that was happening. I, I was um, had a good Seriously? Holiday Bowl. Not not eight years old, but I was younger. Yeah, you're like nine then, ten. What year would that have been? 2014. No, which which year? Kyler Kyle Reed. Reed. Was that? Was he? Was he at the very that, end of Bo's tenure? Yeah, he the was definitely. In the, yeah. Okay, well, 20, yeah, yeah. 2014 was the last. Yeah, 2013, year for 2014. Okay. okay, so I would have been 11, 12. Yeah. Man, you remember Kyler? So Reed. Kyler Reed was one of those those mixed guys where I mean he was a little bit smaller, but you never used him enough. Like they they used him in that one Holiday Bowl. Against I can't remember if it was. Against I think he had a big USC. game against Michigan State. Okay, yeah, against USC or Arizona, whichever one no. it was in the Holiday Bowl. Who? Kyler, Kyler Reed. Reed. He wasn't. There I don't remember 09. that. No, he was not there in 09. No, he was not there. Good in memory. 09. What am I thinking? I'm I don't know. Right. I'm thinking about some tight end guys. I don't know. Maybe I'm thinking of a Cotton. I don't know. Maybe, Listen, if you're gonna come on in that spillover, I want you yeah, to get your on, facts. Give us right. some knowledge. Here. I, I wasn't expecting Accuracy. to talk about. I wasn't expecting to talk about Accuracy, tight ends. I wasn't Nick. expecting to talk about you know old school tight ends. The point is. Use your tight ends in the red zone specifically, or third down. We're get look the guy. We're Just around guy a little bit, but we should mention Sam Hayden. You wanted to get a, a, you know an impersonation of me, which I appreciate that. Was it a good one? You listen closely. You understand. Yeah. Get it. Was it a good one? Yeah. Corey. Corey said that was great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Corey, Corey says this solid Jake impersonation. Sip. Uh, I'm Corey. thinking Niles Paul. Niles Paul, okay. went, Niles Paul went yeah. off on that, uh, or, on that 09. Mike McNeil, possibly? Yeah, possibly 09 uh, Holiday Bowl against Arizona. Yeah, and I would say Niles Paul and Kyler Reed, fairly similar. Fairly similar. Yeah. Kyler Reed, better. I mean, more of a tight end than Niles Paul. Mm -hmm. But anyway. Oh, Sam Habe. Uh, Sam Habe. Uh, just yes. a headline. Headline that we women's basketball we should Nebraska get Nebraska women's basketball yeah great closer one of Amy Williams best players on the Nebraska women's basketball team out for the season with a leg injury mm. will miss the entire season and Amy uh, will I will address that she addressed it in a prepared statement she'll talk about it more apparently tomorrow um, press conference tomorrow. By way of scheduling nuts and bolts, I sh we should mention that with Mickey Joseph, the coach, Jake, Nebraska's press conference no longer on Mondays moved to Tuesday. Nebraska's okay. big, big luncheon press conference now on Tuesdays, not today. How do you feel about that? I'm fine with it. I don't care when they have it. Um, the what? So, and I think Amy will be up there tomorrow mm -hmm. to talk about her team. Yeah, maybe Fred. I don't know. Yeah, that's a big loss. Uh, Hybe was, I, I believe, second team All Big Ten in 2021 and honorable mention last year. She's in top ten of all time at assists at Nebraska. Mm -hmm. I mean, this was a, a f not necessarily an offensive threat um, for for Nebraska women's basketball, but much more of a. We always talk about men's oh, basketball no needing threat. needing no. We always talk about men's basketball needing a true point guard, one that's able to score the score the basketball, but also distribute the basketball at a, at a high rate. And when you have other players like Alexis Markowski and Jazz Shelley, Sam Hybe fits perfectly because she doesn't need to be the leading scorer. She knows that. She understands that she just needs to be the best distributor on the floor. Yeah. And I think she's eighth or ninth all-time at assists in Nebraska in her career. So, I mean, this for experience-wise, uh, she's a fifth-year player. Um, we'll, we'll see if she's able to get a medical red shirt. But, I mean, gosh, then you talk about – age and, and whether or not athletes are ready to move on at when you're talking five six seven years yeah. in college so so right now would would jazz be the best player on the team 
How would who, how would you even Ooh, go? With that? See, it's it's interesting. Um, and what, jazz in in terms of experience, I think so. Jazz Shelley, jazz Shelley. Izzy, jazz born, Shelley. Izzy, Izzy born, Izzy born. I, I like also. I, I wouldn't. Alexis Markowski. Alexis Markowski's oh, yeah, up out. there. There you go. Yeah, she I mean, big Big Ten freshman yep. of the year. Um, but I, I think all around type of player. I think Jazz Shelley, but. I mean, Alexis Markowski is going to. I mean, somebody that can average a double double. Okay, let's do another hard shift, real quick. Hard shift. A lot of hard shifts. Hard shift. We go from turns. Jelani Woods, the Colts tight end, to Sam Hybe injured, to this, to Mickey Joseph. And I like to ask Jake these kind of questions. Hard shift. Okay, Mickey Joseph's going to be in front of the media tomorrow. What are you wondering, Jake? Well, now you got now put take a deep breath no. and put your reporter hat on. I'm really wondering how much can you change in this program in two weeks? You had a bye week to, you know, get some things right. To make a change at defensive coordinator, fire Shenander, hire Bill Bush. What is actually feasible to to fix in two weeks? I can answer that partly. On defense, I think what you there's two things you can do. Well, they're, 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 each of them bleeds into the other. You can simplify on defense. And in doing so, you can get lined up right. Chenander, a lot of the time, in my opinion, after watching these games again, I think his he was trying to do too much from a call standpoint. Two, I think he felt really confident in year five with his, with his staff that these guys could call a lot and these veteran players could handle it. But what was happening too often was I think he was trying to match his defense with what they were seeing offensively and trying to get guys in, trying to get things perfectly aligned. And then they were end up having too many busts. Too much thinking probably? Yeah, he overthought it, I think. Too much and, thinking. And I think I think Bush will come in and simplify. Now, it's a tricky conversation, as Nick knows, and you know, you know, you watch NFL. You can't be too simple. I mean, if you're too simple, you'll get shredded. I, I think also another thing that you can control or, or fix in two weeks Did you is buy any of that, Nick. You, is, just, you didn't even acknowledge it. No, no, you're right. I, I think we should also add in the effort discussion as well. Hmm. I, I think that's something that you can change in two weeks. Yeah. In that in that Oklahoma game. You looked. I mean, obviously the sixty-one yard run by Dylan Gabriel. Yeah, it just you weren't pursuing at all. Um, I, well, I, think, no, I, I wouldn't think, say at all. Not like you should. Not though. like you should. Right. Right. Not like it's, it's it's expected. And and like you should when you are up seven to zero on the sixth best team in the country at the time, or whatever they were ranked. They were and ranked so, six. Six. Yeah, because now they dropped to eighteenth. I know after Kansas State, but. I think that's something that you can fix. Is you can you can count on effort and you can hold guys accountable for not giving effort. Well, this is a tricky discussion too because if they would lose to Indiana this week, Nebraska, six thirty p.m. Indiana three and one, you're talking about effort. What I mean, they're they're beaten down. The guys are beaten down. They need they need this win. They need if they get can get two wins out of these next three, it would really go a long way toward. Booing the spirit in the program. It would. And you know what's crazy? I saw this this morning. Nebraska is favored mm-hmm. against Indiana. Three and a half. Nebraska, who's one win this season against North Dakota, with a loss to Northwestern, Georgia Southern, and Oklahoma, is a favorite against three and one Indiana. <laughs> yeah, now that, that, that means it's a pick em basically, because it's three points for the home field. Is it so. really a pick em though? I mean, yeah. I don't. I I just will tell you that right now. I'm not picking Nebraska. I'm not either. I mean, They have to win before you pick them. Right. Yeah. Come on. Indiana, here's the issue. Now, you're going to hear people say, oh, come on, Sip, Jake, 
Nick, Indiana plays terrible defense. They they don't play great defense, but they held in they held Cincinnati. And I watched the game. Cincinnati couldn't run the ball. They now Cincinnati passed the ball for three hundred yards in the first half and led thirty eight to ten. I get it. I get that. But in the second half, Cincinnati got eighty one yards on thirty six plays. Jake, eighty one yards on thirty six plays is all Cincinnati got in the second half. Okay. Yeah. They couldn't run it. They're leading rusher Cincinnati in that game at 25 yards. Hmm. I mean – Which we've seen two different stories because I want to say when, when Indiana beat Illinois narrowly in the, in the early weeks of the season. 23-20. Yeah. I think Chase Brown, who is, is a all-Big Ten caliber running back, he's just unfortunately at Illinois, I think he had close to 200 yards on, uh, oh, he did. on Indiana. And they I, only I scored say, 20? And they only scored 20 here. I can, I can look it up. Yeah. Um, because I was actually looking at Illinois earlier today. Chase Brown, 36 carries, 199 yards okay. against Indiana. Okay. Tommy DeVito for Indi- or excuse me for Illinois uh, went 21 of 35, 232, two touchdowns and one pick. That one pick came late in the fourth quarter that gave uh, Indiana some some. Illinois should have won that game. Yeah. But they did. They Indiana did. won. Jake, no, they found Jake, a way. Jake, it's a shootout on Saturday. A well, shootout. Yeah, well. It's a shootout. One team is three and one. One team is one and three. They found ways to win. No, it's a shootout. Hey, shootout. Connor Bazalek threw it 66 times against Cincinnati. He threw it 55 times the week before. 66 times against Cincinnati. Jake, he threw 66 passes, 31 completions. How many attempts did Vantrese have against Nebraska? A lot. 50 or 60, wasn't it? Yeah, a lot. Something crazy. Yeah, 40-something, I think, actually. Okay. Uh, whatever. Yeah, the, no, no, Indiana's going to come here and fling it. Yeah. They, have a, they have a big big receiver named Cam Camper who's tough. Got great names over there. Cam Camper targeted 17 times against Cincinnati. had 10 catches. Okay, He's good. He's 6'2 and 200, 205, big receiver. Yep. He'll give Nebraska a lot, a lot of, of trouble. Yeah. Now, they had a receiver go down against Cincinnati. One of their better receivers go down. That'll help. But Indiana has a good running back named Sean Sivers. He's good. He's good. He'll cause problems. But Indiana's going to come in here and fling it around. Yep, they will. And they expect to win. They, they expect yeah. to win the game. It's oh, like, yeah. They're not scared. They're, they come in here. Oh, with, they'll expect. As a win, help us get it to a bowl game. This is a win for Indiana. Nebraska better be ready to score on offense. Yep. You, better get, you know what? Nebraska better be ready to score 31 to win. I, maybe more than that. That's we, tough. We have been told that 31 is the all you need to do to, to win a game in the Big Ten. 31 we, we were told that by the former head coach earlier this year. Thirty-one points. That's all you need to have. That's all you need to have to win the game. Conference. Yeah, Yeah. you just need thirty-one points. Yeah, easy. Speaking of, um, did you guys see Michigan State this weekend? Well, we talked about it already. Yeah, Minnesota blasted. What what is Mel Tucker? What what is Michigan State going to do with Mel Tucker? Well, they're gonna, like they're, I mean, they're on the hook, but that's that's the that's the they era gotta, of college football we're in. Is you have to lock down coach. I'm not saying fire yeah, yeah, Mel don't, Tucker. Don't freak out. I'm yet. not saying fire Mel Tucker, but this is this is showing right here the era of college football that we're in. When you have one good year, you got to lock down a coach. You, you, and and you could be on the hook. You know, if they fire him, they owe him all of it. <laughs> it's all guaranteed. Yeah, I'm not. I'm, I'm not saying fire Mel Tucker. No, I'm not because, either. Because I'm not. Spe- either. I mean, they're just, not going to. be yeah, all guaranteed. But just like they're on the hook for for that contract in the because of the era of college football that you're in, you can also have a quick turnaround. Yeah. With the transfer, I mean, you well, saw Michigan State oh, last year. I don't mind saying Tucker's a cautionary tale. Yeah. I mean, because I'm telling you, they're not getting to a bowl game this year. 
Yeah. Th- he went through the schedule. He got him at five and seven. Five oh. and seven. I'm giving him some leeway at five mm-hmm. and seven. I don't think that's about as they good lost as they can do. At home, right? Yeah. It was, it was oh, at Michigan. It was they have at an the woodshed. Their offensive seven. line is like a Nebraska offensive line right now. They Ooh. can't put. I, they can't, that's no. bad. Oh, that's, they can't move anybody. And, and on the flip side, Minnesota looks like they, they might run away with the West. They will be the favorites to win the West. I mean, Wisconsin obviously got shellacked. Iowa looked good against Rutgers. Yeah, Wisconsin looked <laughs> Iowa bad. Iowa, two defensive touchdowns. Well, defense defense looked good. Uh, 27-10. Iowa, yeah. Iowa, two defensive touchdowns. 27-10, Iowa. Yeah, Wisconsin they're looked doing, bad They're doing an Iowa State. thing. Uh, exactly. The, the defense is the offense in Iowa City. How about Iowa? Two defensive yeah. touchdowns. Yeah, yeah, their defense is ridiculous. Yeah. It's crazy. That's but, good stuff. Yeah, Ohio State looked good. Oh, oh my gosh! Ooh, and Wisconsin. I mean, bad. it was it, played yeah, with Wisconsin them. looked bad, and they lost that tight end. Just they just messed around with yeah. Wisconsin early. Yeah, man. But hey, Ohio remember State. this name, Mayan Williams. Well, I know that yeah. guy, running back for Ohio State yeah, behind Travion Henderson. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Nebraska should should count its lucky stars. They don't have to deal with Ohio State. Well, it's about time they don't have to. It's been every year since we got the Big Ten, basically. All right, the drive with AD Raff and Nick is next for Steve Sippel. I'm Jake Sorensen. See you.